Okay, stand by there, podcast. StreamYard, we're about to go live here on all links. Hello, everybody. Welcome to SportsScope. I'm your host, Robert Butler, on this Thanksgiving week, 23rd day of November. Uh, a lot of coaching turnover in the college game and now in the professional game. I'm uh, going to talk about Kevin Stefanski. He's got a tough decision to make. They got to play Baltimore this coming up Sunday night. Very intense game. Uh, going to possibly have Kareem Hunt back. Uh, this is going to be a Sunday night game, I think. It'll be a Sunday or Monday night, but I think it's actually Sunday night. This is going to really set the tone for who's going to win the AFC North. Remember, Pittsburgh was beat, ate up with injuries, gave up a lot of points in the secondary there on defense. And uh, Baltimore edges out a win. But remember, Cincinnati beat Baltimore. And then a few weeks ago, Cleveland beat Cincinnati. So we have a log jam there in the AFC North. Baltimore banged up, but... They seem uh, they're going to have Lamar Jackson back. Uh, This is a big game. Going to talk about that, what I think that Stefanski needs to do. Uh, And I'm also going to rank the college jobs. Dan Mullen, I talked about this a few weeks ago. I think that that the momentum was building for him to get get fired. And, and, and of course, the, the Florida coach was fired over the weekend. But first, but first, there was a game last night. The um, and I and I also mentioned LeBron. Just a quick little tidbit on that. Um, Giants, big brand, get beat thirty four ten national TV. Uh, Joe Judge, head coach, there starting to feel the pressure. Daniel Jones. Kind of saw this one coming. Jason Garrett was fired uh, this morning. And and we're starting to see the tide turn in, in, in New York. This is a situation that we, we constantly see uh, when a coach is about to get fired. To save their job, they'll start firing quarterback coaches. They'll start firing assistants. I saw a few years when when Ron Rivera was in his last year there, uh, the year before that, he started firing guys on his staff uh, at Carolina. And then later on, he was fired and Matt Rule was brought in. So, and, and mainly though, even let's, let's be frank here, guys. Bill Belichick, the greatest football coach, NFL coach of all time by most people was fired. Okay. Uh, the great Bill Belichick. All coaches get fired. I want to say maybe even potentially Nick Saban at one time, maybe in some of his other jobs. uh, Maybe he wasn't directly fired, but a staff he was on. I'm sure he's got a story of a staff he may have been on that got fired, and he was along with that staff. So it's you're hired to get fired. Uh, It's a very highly compensated, uh, intense uh, job uh, in major college football and particularly the NFL. Now, this is a growing sport. Uh, I, I was just now uh, listening to the other day, I want to say Colin Cowherd, and there's been talk about this with Fox Sports for about a year now, the, the, the return of the USFL. 
uh, big money in the sport of football for the for the college uh, or for the um, spring football league. So, Jason Garrett, why was he fired? Well, the Giants were 25th in points average per game. They were 22nd in yards per game. Uh, Joe Judge, again, like I said earlier, desperate. Uh, this team is three and seven. They're last place in the NFC East. I was watching Dave Gettleman trend. Uh, watching pictures of Dave Dave Gettleman when when talked about uh, the articles, whether it be ESPN or anywhere else, it'll have a picture of the general manager Dave Gettleman, and then it starts talking about Jason Garrett. So, if I'm, if I'm a Giants fan at this point, Dave Gettleman again. I uh, made a series of mistakes starting with extending Odell Beckham and then trading Odell Beckham, the diva receiver. A lot of people don't like to talk about your big Dave Gettleman supporters, uh, the Jack from the Mac and Jack show, uh, a big Dave Gettleman guy. Uh, he, he never likes to recognize the fact that Dave Gettleman extended Odell Beckham, then traded him. It seemed like he was making it up as he's going along. Dave Gettleman and the Dave Gettleman guys in the Saquon Barkley crowd, uh, Saquon Barkley crowd, you know who you are, Sid Rosenberg, New York City. Uh, he drafted a running back with the second pick overall. That particular 2018 draft, he could have got Josh Allen out of Wyoming. Although it would have been very controversial at number two, he could have got all pro, all pro uh, Quentin Nelson guard. Uh, he could have got Danzel Ward, an elite corner back. He could have got all these players, but he took a running back who's now often injured, Saquon Barkley, and that was just three seasons ago, guys. That was in 2018 that Dave Gettleman, the 70-year-old general manager. So my guess is what's going to happen, he's going to air quote retire, and the new general manager, the mayor family, the ownership at, at the Giants, they're going to say, okay, new general manager, uh, whatever you want to do with Joe Judge is, uh, is fine with us. Whatever you want to do with Daniel Jones, who's now in his third year, is okay with us. Okay? And my guess is, and, and, and if I'm, if it's me, if I'm in charge, if I'm the new general manager, I send that Joe Judge, a guy who had a major brawl in the offseason during training camp uh, with Daniel Jones at the bottom of the pile, Last year was in a reported fist fight with offensive line coach Mark Colombo. The penalties are starting. They were pretty good last year. The penalties are starting to add up for this team. He's a loose cannon. Uh, Judge can go. Jones can go. Barclay can go. Brian, perfect, brother. I'm going to put that on the big screen. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, you got to start with Gettleman, Brian. Brett, he's a general manager. Uh, Gettleman's a general manager, and, uh, and Galloway was complaining about getting the ball, complaining on the sidelines. I would try to trade Kenny Galladay as well. I like Sterling Shepard on that team. 
I like a few of the offensive linemen on that team. I like Leonard Williams on that team from the defensive side. Uh, Julius Peppers, uh, those guys are okay. Those are pretty solid players there. But the offensive line is down there with Pittsburgh and Chicago, which I'm going to talk about here in a minute. Uh, they're down there at the bottom. But if it's me, uh, I, got a, I got a lot of house cleaning to talk about tonight, guys. But Dave Gettleman, uh, retire, move off coach, move off quarterback. I work on a quarterback through the draft. Maybe they go after a Jimmy Garoppolo. Whoever they can air quote afford at this time, that's what I would do. Go ahead and hit the clean slate if you're a Giants fan. Go across the board. If you're the mayor family, get you a search firm. Find you a good general manager. Put together a staff around him. Go out and get the coach. You're going to have a pretty decent pick, probably a 10th pick. You haven't mortgaged away. And I would try to trade away guys like Barkley, uh, Galladay, uh, Diva receiver. And, of course, Daniel Jones probably won't be getting nothing out of him. Uh, I wouldn't cut him. I'd maybe leave him on for a second-string type of backup player. He's still on his rookie contract. And oh, if you can move him, great. If somebody believes in you, somebody wants to pop off a second round pick for uh, Daniel Jones, I doubt it. Uh, move off of him. If you get a, you know some kind of offer, he's definitely up to be moved. Uh, don't need to. I hate to be like this, but it just is what it is. Uh, I, I, Baker Mayfield is a backup quarterback. Daniel Jones is a very athletic guy. Uh, he's, he's a backup quarterback too, in my opinion. He's kind of like Marcus Mariota, Daniel Jones is. He's a guy that has two or three good throws, but he has a few really good runs. Uh, but he turns the ball over and he's inconsistent. And only thing different is Mariota got hurt more. Marcus Mariota, the former Oregon quarterback, played for the Titans in a backup with the Raiders. That's what these guys are. They're backups. They're, they're backup quarterback. Baker Mayfield is too. Let's see. Okay. Uh, also, we today's Thanksgiving, guys. Uh, Thanksgiving week. Matt Nagy, there was a report ESPN is where I got the report, so that's what I'm going to talk about. Matt Nagy, there was a report that the Bears coach will be fired after the Lions game. He denies even talking to the general manager or ownership this week. Insider Jordan... Schultz says basically, uh, and there are rumors that Nagy has lost the locker room, according to Jordan Schultz's tweet. Okay. Again, same scenario with the New York Giants. Uh, you got to do with the Bears. If that's the case, when there's smoke, guys, there's usually fire. Okay. Go ahead. You de- Ryan, Ryan Pace should have been fired last year. Ryan Pace. Uh, okay, let, let me just give you a little, little, little history lesson on the co- on the general manager of the Chicago Bears. He trades up for Mitch Trubisky over to Sean Watson and Patrick Mahomes. He trades up for unknown Mitch Trubisky over a national championship athletic. Uh, quarterback who could read defenses, uh, and Deshaun Deshaun Watson. 
Uh, I understand that, that Pat Mahomes wasn't really that well-known coming out of Texas Tech at the time, but he was more known than Mitch Trubisky. Are you kidding me? So, uh, Ron Pace also uh, spent a quarterback. He pays uh, heavy-duty backup money, $7 million, to Nick Foles, okay, while he has uh, Mitch Trubisky. And then on top of that, he has this feeling, this after he gets rid of Mitch Trubisky, he brings in Andy Dalton. That's another $7 million. This guy's got $12 million tied up in backup quarterbacks. He's paid all these defensive players. They have no offensive line. Uh, he's supposedly reported been button heads with Nagy. This is guy's one of the worst general managers. Only good move he made was that Khalil Mack trade. The Khalil Mack trade did look good in the long run. But they got Nick Foles. They've got uh, uh, Andy Dalton. They've got all that money spent up in the quarterback position. They can't bring in anybody. Uh, so you got to go ahead. If the, all this seems, and there's smoke, there's fires, you got to get rid of, you got to do the clean sweep as well with the Chicago Bears. Okay. Since we're on a roll, let's stick with, let's stay on this train right now. Let's go out to Seattle. Uh, Seattle's now three and seven uh, after their loss to Arizona at home and a desperate, desperately needed that game. And then you'd let Arizona, who is much better than I thought, with those gadget plays, which they beat up on San Francisco two weeks ago, a backup quarterback without their best wide receiver, and they beat you in your own backyard decisively. Okay? They are three and seven. Here's a here's one for you guys. Seattle is a 15 seed in the NFC right now. You know who the 16 seed is? That's Detroit. That is Detroit. Pete Carroll also 70. Now, 70 could be the new 50 or 40. If you're coaching like Nick Saban, he's 69. Bill Belichick, 69. But everything's dated out there. Uh, you gave away two first-round picks. Say this out loud. They gave away two first-round picks and a starting safety. And a starting safety, by the way. Which... Now that pick to, to the Jets is, is like a top 10 pick now. Uh, they are All that is gone for Jamal Adams, a guy who plays safety, that you're trying to use him, trying to use him as a pass rusher. Okay. So, this, and I made this note to myself, Pickles, since Paul Allen died, the owner's wife gave Pete Carroll all this general manager power. What does this sound like? They have the second worst record in the NFC. What does this sound like? They're, they have a very high pick that's going to another team. Doesn't this sound like the Houston Texans last year, Pickles? 
Doesn't this sound like what I said that would happen to Bill O'Brien and the Houston Texans once they made him general manager and head coach? The year later after I said that on this program, on this program, they go down the drain and he was fired midseason and Miami had their top three pick and their top quarterback wanted out. Well, what did in the offseason, Russell Wilson, who is one of the highest cap hits in the entire league, wanted out. So what do you do? Maybe look at John Snyder, the general manager there, and say, clean house. Or do you just do the clean sweep here? I say go ahead and start fresh, okay? Again, dump that GM, dump Pete Carroll, trade Russell Wilson. You know, or at least dump Pete Carroll and trade Russell Wilson. This roster is garbage. Uh, You're paying him too much. He's a great player. He's a Hall of Famer. You know, he, you could get a lot. I mean, this guy, he's 33 years old. He'll be 33 at the start of next season. You could trade Russell Wilson to a number of teams. I'm sure a guy like, uh, uh, you know, Carlos that watches my program out of New York would love to see the Jets get him. You know, uh, the Dolphins would give a King's ransom for a clean slate of a guy like a Russell Wilson. Okay. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles have three first-round picks. You know, I, I understand Ramsey, uh, uh, Hurt, Jay, uh, Hurt, excuse me, uh, Jalen Hurst is doing much better. But if you can get a guy like a Russell Wilson to run that offense, uh, you could be right in the. Uh, you could be right in the uh, a Super Bowl hunt now. And Pickle says. Yeah, the Saints would be a Super Bowl contender. The Saints with Mickey Loomis and their ability to, uh, yeah, yeah, he Wisconsin, yeah, uh, the Saints would be a good fit. Brian says he's a Badger. Well, their quarterback wants to go other places. Would Russell Wilson come back to Wisconsin? Yeah, probably. Is people say, what about his wife? Green Bay is like Nike. They are like Apple. That green symbol is like Microsoft symbol. That that green symbol, like the Pittsburgh Steelers, like the Dallas Cowboys, that green G that stands for Green Bay is an iconic American symbol. Uh Look at all the commercials that Aaron Rodgers has. Would you go after him? Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, they would go after him. Yeah, and Brian brings up Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, Wisconsin has a lot of good players there. Uh, I thought Russell Wilson coming out of Wisconsin that the running game was too good. That the run that he it, he was he was more of a product of a huge offensive line. 
one of the best running games in the country. And that turned out to be true. So would the Packers go after Wilson? That would be interesting. But all I'm saying is Seattle, do a clean slate here. Move off Wilson. Move off head coach. Build your roster back up and and start over from from fresh. Because you can get a lot for Russell Wilson. He's a great character guy. Uh, Still got a few good years left in him. Uh, he's ready-made. Uh, the, the Saints would be great. The Packers would be great for him. Uh, and, and if I'm those organizations with those head coach and management, I would go after him. So, if Russell, if you're watching, sometimes these players watch these programs. Definitely go after But Seattle, uh, these are tough decisions. That's why people tune into this program because I, I just talk to you guys just like I'm talking to you in, in private, knowing that I know everybody's listening to me. So, again – if you are uh, the Giants, clean slate, okay? If you are Seattle, clean slate. If you are Chicago, clean slate. It's not that hard to rebuild when you have the draft, you have the salary cap, uh, more quarterbacks that are young coming out. They're more poised. Uh, they're more ready-made. you got a, you got a quicker response. To rather, you got a quicker uh, uh, acknowledgement of whether a guy can play or not. Give him two years. Usually, you that, that in most cases, depending on a situation where the, there's, there's a lot of injuries on the offensive line or something. But really, it's about two years. 18 to 24 starts. You're probably going to know what you got in quarterback and, and whether you want to give this quarterback big money or not. Okay. And, and, and another thing, if you're drafting a guy, you really want to get uh, and uh, my knee, uh, Lindsay, good to hear from you, my friend. Justin Herbert, uh, so it looks like you may have a crush on him. I notice he's got long hair. A lot of girls like Justin Herbert out of the L.A. Chargers. Uh, he is an up-and-coming star. Not sure about their coaching there. Uh, had some bad games. He's still going through some growing pains. But uh, he is the best quarterback of that particular draft class that he came out with, with Tua. Uh, I can't remember the other quarterback, particularly in that class. But I do like Herbert. The future's wide open for him. Athletic, very smart guy, makes quick decisions, uh, gets over his mistakes. He's playing under a very young coaching staff. He played a banged-up Pittsburgh team last week. So uh, we'll see. Uh, the jury's still out, but the arrow's pointing way up. I like him better uh, than I do a Baker Mayfield, and that is a good transition. Okay, the Browns win. Okay, whoop de doo I'm glad they beat uh, at home the worst team in the league. They beat the worst team in the league, the Detroit Lions who were poorly coached, poorly run, poorly owned, 13-10. to 10. Uh, Mayfield has two interceptions and a 53, yes, I, that's correct, a 53 quarterback rating against the worst defense in the NFL. You can't say that about Houston this week, who got a win over Tennessee. You can't really say that about a Jets team who is uh, playing back up right now. Uh, nor a Jacksonville team who beat Buffalo. So, 
Uh, he blows off uh, talking to the media after the game. And, and then that's it. You know? So, Dustin Fox from ESPN, he tweets out, Tyler Hundley from Baltimore subbed for Lamar Jackson in their win over Chicago. Cooper Rush came in for Dallas and won over Minnesota. And Colt McCoy comes in over a hurt uh, uh, Kyler Murray. Okay. Why can't Casey Keenum come in for Baker Mayfield? He's obviously hurt. He's not that good when he's 100%. And again, not to sound like a broken record, Baltimore will be playing Cleveland on Monday night football. Cleveland has a, um, I want to say they get a bye week, folks. And then they play Baltimore again. This is going to be another one of those, the owner's watching, the general manager's watching. If they get humiliated, and they could with Baker Mayfield, as injured as he is, they could get humiliated, even though Kareem Hunt will be back, likely, according to Mary Kate Cabot. Uh, And then you've got Nick Chubb. They could get humiliated against Baltimore, a team that is really banged up, uh, really well coached, though, uh, and a much better culture there in Baltimore. And it all comes down to Kevin Stefanski. Jack Coughlin, the right tackle, is going to be back for the Cleveland Browns. Stefanski has got to make that decision. Man up. Gas yourself up. Take another coach in the room with you. Sit Baker down and telling him, I'm going to let you get healthy, and then I'm playing uh, Casey Keenum. But if it's me, I'm saying I'm shutting you down for the season. I'm sorry. I'm done. I'm shutting you down for the season. I've already told the general manager. I'm not asking him. I'm telling him. If he tells me I can't do that, I'm going to tell him, you coach the team. I'm hitting the door. Talk to my agent, my lawyer, about paying me because I'm not going to sit here and let this 25-year-old young person tell me that he's playing. He's not ready to play. He's 30%. uh, He's injured. Uh, He's got a bad attitude. We've got a bad omen in this locker room. Uh, I'm playing Casey Keenum. We're paying him $7 million a year. We're one of the highest rated teams, according to every metric on both sides of the football, in the National Football League. We're not going to get beat by this Raven team. We, 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 if we get beat, we get beat honest with a healthy uh, quarterback in Casey Keenum. He cannot play Baker Mayfield this week. And if you're the owner, if you're Mr. Haslam, you got to look at it and say, I know you won Coach of the Year last year. I know you won Coach of the Year last year. But this is a big decision. This is all on you. If he's not healthy, don't play him. He's 30%. You know, the best thing you can hope for if you're a Cleveland Brown fan is somebody take him out of his misery and hurt him really bad where he cannot complete the game. I don't want anybody to get hurt. 
but Stefanski's got to make this move and bench him. Bench him. I'm sitting there hollering at it at the TV, you know. So uh, Baker Mayfield is, is uh, you, you got to bench this guy. You got to move on. Stefanski, the world's watching. This is a primetime game. You are going to get yourself fired if you don't bench Baker Mayfield and start practicing tonight is Tuesday. Uh, come Wednesday, you got an extra day. Start practicing with Keenum with the first team reps. Okay, Lindsay says, do you think Mac Jones will make take the Patriots to the Super Bowl? Lindsay, they are definitely in the hunt to make it to the Super Bowl. You got to watch me on Sunday. Uh, Max Sports here on Facebook. Uh, we talked about that last week on Sunday that uh, he one of the few few uh, the guys claimed that uh, Dan Marino was a, a rookie went to the Super Bowl. Uh, normally, rookies do not make it to the Super Bowl, but with Bill Belichick, he does things that other people can't do. Yes, they can make it to the Super Bowl. I still think a Tennessee is a strong uh, force there. Hold on, folks. Still think a Tennessee and a possible Buffalo uh, could be the stronger two teams in the uh, in the AFC. If Tennessee can get back, and they very well may get back, A.J. Brown this week, I think the Titans can beat the Patriots come Sunday. Uh, could be, and I'll... Uh, Belichick, former Belichick Super Bowl with the Patriots. Uh, Tennessee hasn't had their bye week. The Colts have gotten better. Uh, we'll see how it plays out. We still got six more weeks. Still a lot of football to play. A lot of teams still simply have not had their bye week. And teams usually regroup after that bye week. So not ready to write off Buffalo. Not ready to write off Tennessee. It's very hard again. I know he's Belichick. It's very hard to get to the Super Bowl with their rookie quarterback. But, yes, he can do it. But I'm not calling it right now. I'm not ready to make that call. There's still too many There's still too many votes to, to, to be counted. There's too many precincts that are out, guys. Okay. All right. Well, Dallas played. Dallas played Kansas City. Dallas played Kansas City on Sunday, and I talked about on Thursday. Now, guys, if I made this analysis, I wouldn't have a day job. I would just do uh, Sports Scope 24 hours a day. But on Thursday, Sports Scope and the, the Mac and Jack and Jim Jeffcoat show on Sunday, we I talked about the difference in the Dallas-Kansas City game would be the emergence of Chris Jones and Frank Clark playing three consecutive games together. And, of course, Chris Jones had four sacks in that game. Doesn't count the pressures he put on. Uh, Tyron Smith was out. I don't think Dallas is shot, but Dallas still has problems playing uh, without certain offensive linemen. They're gonna, I think they bounce back against the uh, Raiders. But listen to this soundbite from uh, Sunday's um, Mac, Jack, and Jim Jeffcoats uh Sunday show. Uh, I, I think Kansas City's defense is going to play a little bit better than advertised. And uh, because of those two guys, yeah. Chris Jones and Frank Clark, they are huge. 
And, of course, that's what happened. If I can nail every game like that, Brian, uh, I would be a multi-multi-millionaire. Kansas City, they could get back. But, again, teams that go to the Super Bowl, it's hard for them to get back. Uh, I see Tennessee get healthy. Let's see what Buffalo can do. Let's see if if Stefanski just has enough gall in him to bench Baker Mayfield. Then the Cleveland Browns, yes, the Cleveland Browns could still get there because the AFC North is wide open, guys. It's wide open, okay? But I do not think it's the end of the world for Dallas. I do not think they're frauds. I just think that, that, that Kansas City was better that day. I'm not ready to put Kansas City in the Super Bowl. Uh, they still need to get another receiver. They need that. They need to develop that third weapon that's not a running back. Uh, he's still leaning on Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelce. They got Clyde Edwards for Lair back. Uh, I do like the fact that he's targeting Darrell Williams, but he needs that slot, and he just can't quite get that going with, with Josh Gordon. And that's a work in progress for this Kansas City football team, folks. Okay. Talk about the Bills. I just brought up the Bills. Bills seem like a team that's not handling success well, okay? The Buffalo Bills. Uh, they seem to have lost their way. Uh, they're a little bit of an overrated team. They, 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 they blew out Kansas City, a banged-up Kansas City team. Uh, they come in here with the number one offense and run offense and everything, and Tennessee ran all over them. And they were one play away from, from winning that game, but they didn't. Uh, other than that, the Buffalo Bills have lost to Jacksonville. They've got blown out at home to the Colts. Uh, they've blown out uh, a, a banged-up quarterbackless. Uh, they beat up on bad teams, a quarterbackless Miami team. They shut them out. They, they, uh, they beat up on a uh, Houston Texan team. Uh, I want to say they beat up on Miami again. And now they've got to play the Patriots in, in two games. But it, it just seems like that they're a team that, 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 that they're feeling themselves. And guys like me telling them how great they are. Guys with much bigger platforms than mine telling them how great they are. And it seems like early in games, guys, the Buffalo Bills, they try to run the football with Zach Moss and Devin Singletary. And then they just say, it doesn't work in the first quarter. We're doing it away. Josh Allen, do everything. Okay? And he gets bad turnovers. He's going for pay dirt all the time. And the defense is not as tight as it was in the first few quarters. Then you get a guy like Jonathan Taylor get five touchdowns on you. So they have got to regroup. They've got the talent. They've got to realize that nothing is going to just come to them. Okay? They're not – it's just not – you can't roll your helmets out there and win games. And, and I sense a inconsistency about this team. Uh, that they're a team that, you know, they'll probably play well in, in uh, New Orleans, but this could be DEFCON 1 if they go down to the Saints and, and lose there. 
You know, people keep talking about um, Brian DeBall, but uh, the offensive coordinator getting head coaching jobs. And the reason why he didn't get those head coaching jobs offers last year is because that the team showed that they could not run the ball in the playoffs. I picked Baltimore to beat them in the playoffs last year because they couldn't run the football. Well, they they you know they played pretty good defense, and Lamar could not get any kind of passing game going. He gets hurt, and then they go on and win the game. But if you look at the um, if, if if you look at the Kansas City game last year, of course they couldn't run the ball at all in the playoffs. And and and, and you know it, it, it's one of those things where you have to stay with it. And you have to commit to it. I understand sometimes it's just not there, but sometimes you have to do it to keep it guys honest. Uh, if you cannot do that, you have to take what, not to sound like a broken record, uh, a, a quarterback that's a year ahead of him, Patrick Mahomes, he's learning that. Uh, and if I'm the head coach, I, I'm telling him, Sean McDermott, I said, listen, Josh. One one thousand, two one thousand, make a decision. You either check it down or throw it deep, but don't sit there and run around for that big play. They need to scheme up more screen passes, more delayed handoffs, uh, more shovel passes. When you have a monster-sized player like a Josh Allen with the Bills, maybe do some read option. They've got to make the defense respect their running game. They've got to respect that side of the game. I said this last year about Arizona. I said Arizona has to find a way to run the ball somewhat better. Uh, It's very hard to run the ball out of the shotgun when the running back is right behind. But they've got some guys to do it. Chase Edmonds was doing it well. Uh, James Conner. Uh, never ran the ball that well out of the uh, when he was with Pittsburgh, but they figured out a way to do it. More power to Cliff Kingsbury, a guy that everybody criticized. The Bills have no motion. Yeah, they don't have a, no motion. They look old school, robotic. Uh, Pickles got a good point there. You you take them. Uh, you 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 want to. Maybe maybe use some of the stuff that maybe Sean uh, McVay uses. Uh, maybe maybe NFL. Everybody, it's a copycat league, guys. You copy uh, uh, Mike Shanahan, Cal, uh, Cal Shanahan. They're starting to get healthy again. Keep an eye out for the 49ers. Keep an eye out for the 49ers. But I like the way that they have their imbalance offensive line. Uh, they've had a good blocker there, George Kittle and Cusack. I think that fullback's name. USEC, I was still a little bit of there. I don't think it's too late to put that sort of thing in the um, in in the uh, a playbook, even in and towards the end of the season. Uh, the, these next two games are going to decide the faith of the Buffalo Bills. Between they still got two more games against the New England Patriots. Uh, Lindsey says uh, Titans have a stronger running game than passing game. Do have game they do have wide out weapons but you have to have a strong running game to win should they use up more than they did this week 
Yes. Yeah. And, and Peterson was cut, by the way. Pickles says that. Uh, I predicted that on his program. He's 36 years old. Little to no burst left in uh, Adrian Peterson. I like uh, uh, Foreman. And it looks like Jeremy McNichols may be back as well. I uh, got some guys coming back. If they can get these guys coming back from concussion protocol, possibly get A.J. Brown. He's got a chest issue. Maybe it's some kind of contusion. Uh, we'll find out. If Brown plays, I think Tennessee has a chance against the um, New England Patriots. Okay. All righty then. So we've got all this. Uh, made my, I talked about the, the the Baker Mayfield. We've got we went on with the um, with the issues with Buffalo. We talked about Dallas. I don't think Dallas is dead. I still think they're still in control there. Uh, Kansas City is getting better. They still have to figure out their passing game, but they're 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 you know they're where they need to be from a defensive perspective. Steve Spagnola doing a good job. Okay, Dan Mullen was fired. Dan Mullen was fired now. Uh, said I predicted that. I, I, you can kind of see it going downhill this season. Uh, you're measured against your biggest rival. That was Georgia. Georgia uh, beat them pretty decisively. They lost to Missouri. Uh, South Carolina, the team basically quit on Dan Mullen, had recruiting problems down there. So now he asks, what's the biggest job? We've got USC open, Southern Cal, USC, Florida, LSU. Biggest names consecutively in one year for me. This is the most in one year of big job openings, okay? Uh, these big job openings got Mel Tucker and extension there. You know, uh, Michigan's way better. I was way off on that. I think probably Ohio State will run rough shot on Michigan. We'll see. It is in Michigan. Ohio State is not that good on the road, but they they destroyed Michigan State. Bill Tucker got a $93 million extension. Uh, I want to say it's like a 10, 12-year extension from uh, James Franklin. So he's not going anywhere. He's set for life. He had the big job. So what are the best jobs? The top job that's opening out of all the openings is LSU, in my opinion, okay? LSU has won, with the last three coaches, they won three national championships with guys like uh, Les Miles, a guy who never won over nine games at in three years at Oklahoma State, known for his recruiting instead of his X's and O's, He'll do a good fake punt every now and then. Do a fake field goal every now and then. He's good. He was good at that. But he didn't want to adapt his coaching style with the changing of the game. Uh, did not want to do a lot of spread. Uh, didn't Instead of like a saving, he did that. A saving involved his offense. And now they're scoring more points. They're getting more mobile quarterbacks. He didn't want to do that. So they fired him. They bring in a former defensive line coach. Uh, played very, coached very little at a defensive coordinator. He was already a failed head coach, and that's Ed Orgeron. He wins a national championship. Two non-X's and O guys. 
just recruit strong guys, win a national championship at LSU. LSU, they're dedicated with the money. They've got the facilities. They've got the location. Uh, They are a big-time program. It's the number one job available in the country right now, in my humble opinion. Again, not to sound like a broken record, Chris Peterson, Bob Stoops, those guys would be first on my list, particularly Chris Peterson, because I know in the back of his head, the former Washington, the former Boise State coach, uh, he is a great member. He took Washington, which is now open, by the way, uh, to the playoffs. This guy is an excellent X's and O coach. I think this program would uh, recruit itself for the most part, kind of like Ohio State. You know, so LSU, number one job in the country. A lot of you think I'm going to say USC, the big brand, the California brand, uh, the big national brand uh, to be the number two job. No, it's Florida. Florida, Gainesville, Florida, SEC money, a lot of commitment to football there, uh, the recruiting fertile base there, 150 miles. You get as many players as you want. Lakeland, Florida, South Florida, I-4 corridor, like my dad says, all that area there, Jacksonville area, uh, Southern Georgia where they play the Georgia-Florida game. Uh, I think Georgia, although it is a pressure cooker, and since um, Steve Spurrier left in 2001, his last SEC loss was to Tennessee, Uh they hired Urban Meyer, but they've had problems ever since. You know, uh, they they they've went through quite a few coaches there. Uh, it, so yes, it, the pressure is high, but the money is good. The, the pressure is so high in Florida that you guys, Urban Meyer, uh, coached five years there, five years, two national championships. That was enough. Uh, I want to say. 11 years. I thought Spur had been there 25 years, Pickles. 11 years. The University of Florida is a high-pressure job, but you're going to be compensated. Uh, you've got the talent there. That you got the talent right there. Uh, USC. USC would be the third-ranking job of, um, again, it, it's a job that, Nobody has won since, since Pete Carroll. Uh, you you have you're going to have your pick of excellent quarterback plays in state in the area. Uh, guys like Steve Sarkeesian and Clay Helton, uh, they'll start off at number three, number four, top five nationally. So they're still going to get players, but they don't quite have the depth there at USC. So you, you need a a strong recruiter to keep the guys in state. Uh, you're going to get the name brands. You're going to still get the celebrities, but it doesn't have the appeal it did back 15 years ago because they didn't have a pro team. They didn't have the Chargers. They didn't have the Rams. Uh, the Dodgers weren't that good 15 years ago. They had the Lakers, and that was it as far as being the best thing in town. So, USC is still a good job. It's still a big brand. I like the little fight song there. A lot of tradition with the Rose Bowl, yada, yada, yada. Uh, a lot of great players that Carol brought in and out there. But 
it's they're just not as dedicated as a uh, a lot of these higher tier SEC schools. Everybody's dedicating the SEC. I mean, uh, you look at Kentucky with Mark Stoops and their program, giving him big money there. Uh, other than Vanderbilt, Missouri's normally really recognized as a basketball school. All the other schools, I mean, we're talking Mississippi State, Lane Kiffin at Ole Miss. Those guys, big money, big coaches there, had had big jobs there in the past. Mike Leach there. Uh, everybody's dedicated in the SEC. Uh, USC, still kind of an older brand. Maybe uh, they should go after a, a, a former pro coach. Uh, and again, all these major schools. Memo to uh, athletic director. Hire a um, search firm. Hire a search firm. Don't be an idiot. Don't be like Tennessee's former AD and go out here and think you could save twenty-five or thirty thousand dollars and do pick up the phone and start calling a bunch of agents. How come you 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 hire the search firm? You get everybody. You ask everybody, college professional professional coordinators, assistants at the professional level. You find out if they're available. Retired coaches that probably should come back. Uh, maybe just want to take a breather. How do you think Jacksonville? They they got Urban Meyer to come back. Uh, uh, Bob Stoops wants to get back into it. Chris Peterson wants to get back into it. Okay? So do that. The third job. Okay. Justin Fuente, not a bad coach there. Did pretty good with uh, Paxton Lynch at Memphis. Uh, Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech is the um, third. The, the, that would be fourth there. The, the, this job, Virginia Tech, formerly uh, ran by Frank Beamer. Uh, under legendary defensive coordinator and special teams guys, Bud Foster. Uh, the expectation there is to compete with Clemson every year. Uh, win 9 to 11 games, be in the national championship, be in the playoff once every four years or so. I think that job, you've got D.C. area pickles to recruit. Uh, you're in the ACC. You're in a major conference. That would be the next job. I'd probably put them over Washington, even though Washington has built up program. Over a TCU, uh, Patterson, they finally moved off of him. But uh, this type of uh, a team like Virginia Tech, look at some of these, co the Coastal Carolina coach. Maybe Hugh Freeze. This is a better program than a Liberty. Maybe they take a chance on Hugh Freeze at Virginia Tech, okay? Uh, but it would be number four after USC. So these are big jobs. Really big jobs. And uh, that would be the number four one there. And I did screenshot, folks, the other jobs that were available. Uh, again, like I said, Washington, TCU, possible Miami. Possible Miami. Uh, Ole Miss, Lane Kiffin said he, he, he would go to Miami if it were come available. 
Uh, next year, Nebraska's probably going to come open with Scott Frost there. Uh, they're going to give him one more year. Uh, does something ha- does Ohio State blow out Michigan this week and they get rid of Jim Harbaugh? I would probably put Michigan above a Virginia Tech, but I would not put it above those other three schools. I wouldn't put it above USC. Uh, they get better players at USC, it seems like. I wouldn't put it above a um, – a definitely no, none of those two SEC schools in Florida nor LSU, okay? But like I said, Washington and, 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 and of course, TCU would, would, would be below Washington. A uh, lot of good jobs going to get filled. Coach probably not going to work out. But it, again, LSU going to pay the big money, but you you got to compete with Alabama every single year, and you got to compete with Texas A&M. Uh, if I'm LSU, I, I'm raising the bar. I'll say we, the next coach we hire at LSU, and they're going to go after Lincoln Riley. That was also a report a few months ago. Once Riley finishes up at uh, the season at Oklahoma. He can look at he can look at LSU and he can say to himself, "Okay, I can get the defensive players here that I couldn't get at Oklahoma. Uh, if I'm him, I maybe try to hire back Orgeron uh, as an assistant. Probably will say no, but you make him say no. You know, uh, a guy like uh, he, that that's their problem. They need stops. They got the athletes at LSU. They just need the stops, the defensive stops." They, so and and they need a good offensive minded X's and O type of uh, coach. Again, Chris Peterson, the first guy. Okay, then maybe a Lincoln Riley probably won't happen. Uh, Bob Stoops, a defensive guy, but he understands what the game's doing. What about John Gruden? What about John Gruden? You know, Gruden won't say uh, he's suing the heck out of the NFL. Uh, if I'm LSU, I ask Gruden. You know, do you think you can build? Uh, coaches that can recruit. Do you want to deal with this stuff? Yeah, it's a lot of hassle, but hey, you know what? Guys like that, Jeff Fisher, people laugh at him, bring him up, but they like Jeff. Jeff Fisher uh, sold me on maybe taking the University of Tennessee job before they hired the guy they brought in. Why? Because he said he understands recruiting. You know, uh, I, it's all about salesmanship. Uh, Jeff Fisher, Used to have, and I used to joke around. My friend, this Corey guy, I used to work with, good, still a good friend. Known this guy for about fifteen years, and we would joke around about how Jeff Fisher would have us convinced as fans that when they were rebuilding and and ha- didn't have, we had guys like Billy Volick starting at quarterback and Drew Bennett at wide receiver that they were going to win big and, and and go to the Super Bowl. He's a good salesman, you know. Uh, Gruden. Yeah, but that's just people who don't want to take that. The reason why guys like Art Browse don't get hired, uh, he had some kind of scandal there at Baylor. Hugh Freeze had the scandal at Ole Miss. Uh, Gruden had the scandal there. And I don't know if it's for private emails. Yeah, but th- that's why these teams aren't successful. They don't take those chances. I would hire all three of those guys, you know. Yeah, but is it too scared? But once you start winning, all that stuff goes away. Once you start winning, 
and you're not being sued by anybody, all that public relations stuff, that kind of fizzles out, you know, that goes away like angel dust. Now, Carlos says there's not enough good coaches out there. Um, you just got to find them. Again, again, athletic director. I had a coach on here. I'm sure he's worked in administration, Jay Mills. Hire a search firm. Pay the top dollar for the search firm. Go out and get the search firm. You find out everybody. There's good coaches out there. You got to have a team. Don't try to do it on your own, athletic director. These guys mentioned will not last in New York. Um, what guys? What guys? Uh, as far as the the, uh, the the Giants is concerned, uh, take your time. Go out and, and, and look for your coach. Hire a search firm in the NFL. You know? Uh, just don't go through your, your, your coordinators. The NFL is different now, guys. The NFL, you can go to the college game. You, you, uh, Matt Rule is doing pretty good. considering they're still rebuilding. Uh, I cannot believe this, but guys, the Arizona has the best record in the NFL and they're coached by Cliff Kingsbury. They're coached by Cliff Kingsbury. Uh, Nick Saban, uh, Bill O'Brien is not a bad head coach. He's just not a good general manager. You know, he's just not a good general manager. Uh, Tennessee successful here. Baltimore, Martingdale, uh, is a good hot name to keep out. That's the defensive coordinator for the Baltimore Ravens. Keep an eye out for that name. There's good names out there, guys. But, Today's show, I just wanted to talk about what should be done. The Giants should move on for Dave Gettleman, Joe Judge, and Daniel Jones. Okay? Same thing with Seattle. Same thing with the Bears. Those are the themes. Uh, and again, Kevin Stefanski, we know you won Coach of the Year, but if you don't bench Baker Mayfield or this team gets humiliated on national TV, he could be in the hot seat. Robert, you're crazy. Kevin Stefanski could be on the hot seat. This is when the owner thinks this guy can't make personnel decisions. He's too afraid of confrontation. I'm going to have to move on from him. Food for thought. I think he does the right thing, but it's food for thought. Oh, yeah. And one more thing for our end today's program. LeBron James. You know, he he did he looked like he did it on purpose. Uh I saw the tape. I saw it about five or six times. This Isaiah, what's this guy's name? Wilson. Isaiah Stewart. Uh LeBron elbows him. Marcellus Wiley. Hold on, guys. Marcellus Wiley says, no, you don't have a reputation for it, but you did do it on purpose. We've seen you do it on purpose. Sean Sharamia from The Athletic says that LeBron reached out to Stewart 
in the locker room to apologize. My thing is, we saw the tape, Adam Silver. We seen what's going on. They both need the same amount of game suspension. Uh, Stewart's face was really bloody. He was humiliated. I understand why he could not keep his composure. LeBron is a 18-year veteran in the NFL. Right. He, he's an 18 veteran in the NFL. He should know better from what he did. He needs to be suspended. If uh, I said maybe 10 games for each of them. He needs to be suspended as much. Possibly you hold him to a higher standard than a younger player like an Isaiah Stewart, a no-name. But this is a team that caters to their stars. You know, they do cater to their stars. And LeBron, he again, don't have a history, but I will still suspend him. He's not going to lose any money. He's not, they got bigger problems with Russell Westbrook playing on this. And, of course, Stewart needed to calm down. His ego was bruised more than his face, Carlos. His ego was bruised. A guy elbowed me one time in the mouth, and I got ticked off. But, you know, he, it, you know, the people who saw it, we was playing in the gym. I was in seventh grade. They said the guy was an accident. I calmed down. Uh, Stewart's ego was bruised more than his face hurt. And uh, I'm sure he's calm now. But uh, I don't know. This one game suspension crap. Uh, I think I think that uh, they should be. I think I think uh, should both be suspended the same amount. Ten games. You know, this is this isn't malice in the palace. Ironically, it happened in Detroit, but it's not malice in the, the palace. But uh, yeah, both should be suspended, but for the same amount. Since we, it looked it looked like it was intentional on camera, and LeBron apologized, but again, move on. This ain't this ain't uh, now. If LeBron had a Ron Ortest type of reputation, uh, that would be different. Then he would get suspended more and find more, but he doesn't. You know, and you guys know I love. I'm itching to throw LeBron under the bus from his. Uh, political crap and everything, but uh, not this time around. But that's all I got for tonight, guys. Good to hear from you again, Carlos. Good to see you up this hour, brother. Um, keep your head up. I think the Giants will make a change. If you guys like the show, share the show. Have a happy Thanksgiving. I will be on, though. I will be on uh, at the halftime of the Saints game in Buffalo uh, this Thursday. We'll talk about everything. I'll probably wear a bigger shirt because I'm going to be starving. Uh, Dennis Rodman, yes. Dennis Rodman would have gotten uh, kicking that uh, cameraman like that. I still haven't forgot that. Uh, that's just one thing that Dot Rodman did, kicking that cameraman in the groin in the 90s. So if you guys like the show, share the show. If you want to contribute to the program, go to the Z-E-L-L-E app. And my email is the word sports with one S, the word scope with another with a K, sports scope, just like it's wrote on my page at gmail.com. Happy Thanksgiving, Kathy. Uh, happy uh, Thanksgiving, Brian. Uh, uh, Carlos, you and your family there. Lindsay, 
Uh, got a good crowd tonight, everybody. Happy, happy Thanksgiving. I'll be back on otherwise Tuesday for Sports Scope. If you guys, again, Max Sports on Facebook, the Mac Jacket Jim Jeff Coat. I'm on there, 7.30 a.m. Central Time. If you have YouTube, go on there, 7.30 a.m. Central Time Sunday. Sunday, uh, around 7.30. Uh, I'll be talking for about 30 minutes with this week in sports with Mac Jack and former Dallas Cowboy folks, Jim Jeffcoat. Have a good night, everybody. Good show right there. Thank you. Thank you, podcast. Good show.